Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, puck on on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Welcome back to Tip Today. Phone line and text remain open this morning. 1800 or text or WhatsApp 83 Now, we spent the morning talking about our failing health system and uh, hearing from people who are doing everything they can to stay away from hospitals. So it feeds nicely into what we're discussing with Muriel this morning in our health slot. And that is preventative health and beauty. Muriel, good morning. Happy New Year to you. Same to you, Ali. How was your Christmas? Lovely. Good. Yeah, d- definitely. And like I said, um, we were chatting about this earlier on, Ali, and you know, people like kind of beat themselves up when it comes to the first week in January and you're thinking about everything you've done wrong and all yeah. the food and all the drink and all the bits and pieces. But like, you have to put a positive spin on things. And I just think for Christmas, especially this year with COVID, we've done a lot of things right. Like we were back out socialising. Mm. So I had a few great nights, uh, went to Eldon's for the seesaw thing. And there was a few things that events or whatever that were back again. And it was just lovely to see people back out again. Yeah. Families were home from everywhere. So you could see faces that you didn't see before and that so we got to do things like that like so that, that was a major thing and then like less stress now whoever was cooking Christmas dinner you probably didn't have this less stress but we even you know you sleep better so there's so many different sides to Christmas that can actually be really good you know maybe you'll be able to walk in the middle of the day stay in bed longer in the morning time yeah. so don't beat yourself up it's over a like a relaxing time is nice it, and it's supposed to be and like, be un- unapologetic about it absolutely yeah. absolutely like I know we're back into the new year but like you should have a good a few nice memories of Christmas as well as in like yeah you were to put your feet up in the middle of the day and watch a movie with the kids yeah. or just literally I remember daddy and it's gone back eight years now but like Christmas was the only time that he was able to stop work because everything stopped mm. and he stood with the two controls one in each hand and his feet up on the whatever was in front and it was like last of the summer wine and some others uh, do have them and you remember all the old classics yeah. or whatever and lighting the fire at 11 o'clock and like yeah that. yeah yeah and getting out of bed like that yeah. bit later and the pajamas are still on like around 12 or 1 o'clock or whatever yeah. so there's a lot of good in Christmas so whatever about the overeating and everything like we can pull that back into line now that's mm. what I'm talking about now the preventative side so there's but some aspects that we do at Christmas that maybe we should kind of pull in with us into oh the absolutely yeah. absolutely like the sleeping and the stress you know they say now you need all the news resolutions like of the gym membership and get back out walking and do this that and the other like and I'm like take the better aspects definitely of like the eight hour sleep and if you can hold the stress off for another while and mm. don't think about what you can cut out because like the sweets are going to go anyway you you get sick of things like that and if they're not gone already like just throw them in the bin or something like that you know or make a chocolate biscuit cake and put it in the freezer or whatever but mm. if you add in things instead of taking things away it definitely makes it a lot easier like say if you're having your breakfast in the morning what are you supposed to have at breakfast time? So just think to yourself, if I eat properly, like my porridge and, and seeds and nuts and things like that, I'm sated then. So you're not actually craving sweet stuff by 11 o'clock. You know, yeah. if you eat well at lunchtime, you're not craving stuff by four o'clock. So it's what can I add in? And you keep thinking in your head because even one of the girls said to me this morning, people that train for the Olympics, they find it really hard to get out of bed in the morning to train. Like if they have to be in a pool for five o'clock or whatever, it doesn't come easy to do Does all that not? training. I always thought I was very envious of people like that. I think they just yeah. jump out of the bed every morning. No, it's, I think it's it's a habit again. I'm always talking about habits. Like the intrinsic motivation has to come from somewhere. So why do we get up every morning and come into work? Why do people ring in sick? The younger generation are definitely going to find it a lot harder because we hand, hand them a lot of things and do a lot of things for them. But even for me this week, 
to try and just, you have to dig down deep, don't you? And say, right, okay, I need to own this. I need to get in. I need to get to work. I need to be on it when I'm at work. I need to do so many different things or whatever. But like the Olympic Olympic uh, guys that are training or whatever it is, it doesn't come easy to anyone. Mm. So you've got to, in your head, think to yourself, what can I do to make myself feel better? What can I do to make myself look better? If they're the things that are bother, bothering you, and we're talking about the health service, yeah, and so many people are unwell, like you've got to think in your head, just small wins, small changes, little things. And if it makes me feel better and keeps me out of that health service and keeps me out of the GPs or whatever, you're definitely on a winner, aren't you? So what are some of the things you can do to, to help improve your health? And I hate saying it because we shouldn't have to say, what can we do to improve our health so we don't have to go into any and into hospital? We shouldn't have to say that. but no, we shouldn't, but we do. Yeah. And you know... I won't even go through the younger generation because that's, for me, a scary place, literally, as in the, the, the habits that they're forming at the minute. But say from 30 plus, you've got to have a health screen every year. So you've definitely got to get your bloods done at least once a year, because if you don't, you've no idea where you're at. So when you hit 30, 35, even small things like, so it's the new year and people are going in and they're buying bottles of supplements, like taking their vitamin C's and all the different bits and pieces. Now, vitamin C is brilliant and brilliant for the immune system or whatever, but you can over supplement. And if you don't need mm. to supplement, why are you actually taking it? So, yeah. you know, if you can do something as simple as getting the health screen in the very initial, that's the Do you need to be place. specific about what they, what they need to look for in the bloods or is it just a general you know, thing? In, in the beginning, a very general general one is good and if the general one comes in okay and you still feel kind of miserable because say um, I've had a lot of people through the clinic this week already and there's a lot of different things say like hormonal stuff intolerance issues things like that right so intolerance issues can go hand in hand with hormonal things so like say if you're, you've had gluten um, if you're, you're intolerant to gluten well then that can throw out everything as in your stress hormones going to become completely exhausted your adrenalines are going to become com- completely exhausted cortisol is going to flow through your body so if you still feel miserable after getting a health screen everything shows up okay well then there are other issues that you actually need to work on. Yeah. So what is it and what can I actually do to change it? Does that make sense? Yeah. So like with some of the girls I've had this week and it's intolerance issues, we've kind of pinpointed nearly already what the intolerance issues are. We'll work on that for a month and if they still feel really miserable and still feel exhausted, well then we can say, right, okay, do we actually need to do a blood test now and check different mm. levels of like their, their cortisol levels and maybe a full hormone profile or whatever. So yeah. I suppose it's having the conversation first of all and thinking to yourself, maybe write down, how do you feel? Yeah. You know, how do you feel? What are all the things that are wrong with me that I just don't feel well? Like, is it anxiety? Mm. Is it stress? Am I not sleeping right? You know, um, do I feel sick after eating in the morning? Am I tired at four o'clock in the evening? Am I just not able to put the runners on to go out for a walk or a run? Is that mental or is it physical? Mm. So if you actually just start thinking to yourself, what are all the different things that I actually feel are wrong now in early January? Like if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, you know, all these little things. We yeah. get, I get all of these when people sit in front of me, but they don't think about it until somebody starts pulling it out of them. Mm. And then what can I do to change it? So if you start making the small changes and well, maybe people have underlying issues, they're going to end up in the health service. They, they're, you know, if you like have respiratory and if you have things like that and you end up with COVID, well then you've got to go and get help. But if you haven't and you can keep your immune system as strong as you possibly can, well then you shouldn't have to go to the GP or you shouldn't have to go to be yeah. in hospital. You know? My mother would have always sworn by a tonic at this time of year. What, yeah. what do you think of the tonic? Do you know the old fashioned things and everything that our mother's done years ago, they were, they were like well on the right track. The tonics they would have given us were all very natural. Yeah. So they would have had B vitamins, vitamin C, zinc, magnesium, the different things that the body needed. But there was nothing overdone in it, if that yeah. makes sense. Cod liver oil, like we all had cod liver oil. Probably all had the warm dose this time of the year yeah, after Christmas. Yeah, actually. Yes, yeah. Do you remember all the sugar overload yeah. and everything? So they'd done the normal things, right? But you know when it came to January in any of our houses years ago, there wasn't sweets. 
And there wasn't the rubbish. Yeah. I suppose we had so little over Christmas it was eaten. Like selection box didn't last a day, did it? I don't even think we had selection boxes. Oh, we got we got the up. small ones, but I don't think it lasted until evening and you were nearly stealing something out of somebody else's pretending yeah. you hadn't eaten it or something, you know. But there definitely wasn't the same level of rubbish. But we're looking at it now and we're looking at the fizzy drinks and they're nearly a norm, mm. which is really crazy. Like the Lucas Aid Sports and all of these are nearly a norm. And like I've been doing research on this in the background and I just feel that's so scary as in say the type 2 diabetes and all that is one side but the injuries um, and the way the body is breaking down that's the other side for me that's really scary because it's depleting the muscles and the bones of what they actually need okay. like the minerals and all the different bits and pieces so um, yeah there's a few sides to it so the preventative side for me is massive so if you are a parent uh, if you have parents or even you yourself it's just the simple things like I've, I've, I've seen, listened to so many podcasts even over Christmas on this and they all go back and these are guys that have like one guy has 73 million followers I think like massive massive he's American but he talks about the same things I talk about so it's like go back to where we were 50 yeah. or 60 years ago is it just more water? Is that what it is? It doesn't even have to be water, like even your cups of tea. Okay. Like, and we have all the options now is in the green tea and all the different bits and pieces, but it's fluid into you. Yeah. It's three basic meals a day. You know, if you want to have a snack, you can have a snack. But like you're having like, like I even said, even the bis- are the sweets and stuff. If you fancy sweets, you have a sweet. You just don't have 10. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If it's a trigger for you and you can't have a sweet without having 10, well then get rid of the sweets and have something else instead. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's you're fighting with this little vice in your head all the time of, what's wrong and what's right. Forget about what's wrong and what's right and just think to yourself, what makes me feel better? How do I feel better? So I'm going to bed at night. If I'm after eating a whole lot of junk before I get into bed, well, I'm not going to sleep well. I'm going to wake up tired. But like if I have one or two things or I just leave the junk because I can't not... Uh, overdose on it have something else instead like you've heard me here I like I talk about wheat picks and I, and I know that might might sound boring but if you eat the healthier stuff you don't want the other stuff or as yeah. much of the other stuff does that make sense? It does yeah and I always find if you have I know it sounds awful now but if you have a bit of fruit it kind of kills that sugar craving it does it does and things like berries and like even I talk about bananas and it's a good bit of sugar and bananas and stuff but like a banana's a hundred times better like than ten plain biscuits do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it has all the vitamins and everything that you need in it and the potassiums and like we're talking about that all the time lately with water. We're not hydrated properly because we're de- depleted in our potassiums and our sodiums and all the bits and pieces, you know. So mm. I think if anybody takes anything from this today, it's literally stop beating yourself up, but think about how you can make yourself feel better. And the same even with the kids. It's a popular time of year for detoxing. Is detoxing something you'd be in favour of? Your body detoxes anyway, okay. itself. The liver is your detox. That's literally, that's your, your main detoxification pathway, right? You are, a lot of livers are in trouble at this time of the year already because of the overload at Christmas time, right? Say is in your, your wrong foods. Like food, fatty, fatty um, liver is just as, what would you say, prevalent today as what your alcoholic liver is. So the two are kind of going hand in hand. Your liver detoxifies itself. So if you just go back to eating normally, as you normally would, your liver is nearly good to go. Okay. We're seeing people's livers are wrong lately because of the overload constantly of all the rubbish they're actually putting into it, right? That the liver, then you see the cholesterols and everything going wrong because the cholesterols, etc., are manufactured in the liver. So that's why we need the liver working really well. Mm. But if the gut isn't good, the liver isn't good. Yeah. So, no, I don't agree with detoxifying. I don't think you need to. I think okay. if you're actually eating fairly well, you'll do, you, your liver will do it itself. Um, milk thistle is brilliant. So if anybody uh, wants anything at all for the liver... I thought that was for hangovers. Yeah, it, they talk about hangovers, but sure, doesn't that make sense? It's in your liver, you of know, course, is, yeah. is the hangover or whatever it is. So it, milk thistle even acts as a barrier for poison. 
So even if you're talking about things like neurofins and paracetamols and if you've taken a lot of things like that over Christmas time, definitely get milk thistle into you because it stops a lot of those those poisons um, actually making a difference. And would that be a one a day thing? Well, what I like are the drops. Okay. So like I like powders and anything that's fluid or whatever that you can use all of it straight away. So I would take 20 drops in like a third of a glass of warm water. Is it water. nasty or is it okay? Not really, you just down it. But do you like echinacea You've now? actually made a face there now. You can't do I, that I, as a no, mother. No, but I just You're think like... of echinacea and I just hate taking echinacea. There's loads of things I hate taking, but oh, I just literally, it's I like know. hold your nose and just, yeah, yeah. Just do it. And even with the kids, I'm like, stop being a pussy. Like yeah, you down it, you drink it, or you're not getting whatever. Real. Well, do you know, like we've, we've become so soft. I know, haven't we? And like we eat everything under the sun that's rubbish. Like I see my lads at home, they'll taste anything that's rubbish. Like if anything comes into the house and it's known to be bad for them with like fifty different whatever ingredients in it, there's not a problem. Like if somebody brings that blue bottle of whatever rubbish it is, drinks, I don't know. I have no problem with smaller two. Yeah, taking it straight away. You'd like. love my house now. I had to make. They got Gatorade for Christmas, and I met. It's like it's radioactive. Oh, I pour it's it down so the sink. Green. I pour it down the sink. Um, yeah, I couldn't, Muriel. Oh, I've made hearts. my lads pour things like that down the sink. Yeah, I know they hide. <laughs> they hide some of it, but some of it I leave them away with. But like the things that I know are going to turn their insides. Like yeah. I was Christmas, Muriel. Yeah, well, no, like, listen, I'm not that bad. And Jesus, mind, get away with murder or whatever. But when it comes to taking things, like, if I feel they need to take something or whatever, yeah. I do say to him, like, you know, stop being, like, pussies or whatever. <laughs> and, like, I even said to him yesterday, like, we're back to school now today. It is time for the rubbish to go. Yeah. So my 13-year-old was coming into school this morning with me and he said, ma'am, they all eat sausage rolls and they sell out. Is that really bad in school? And I said, yes, Rocco, that's really bad in school. But he said, could I not just have one? And I said, well, you do know there's like 50 grams of saturated fat, etc. in it. But he said, if you have that and you have sugar, isn't that really bad? And I said, yeah. So if I just have the sausage roll and I don't have the sugar, am I okay? So, so he was, But he was trying to work it out in his head. Yeah. Which way would it actually work that it would be better and, and not? But like, that is really bad. And kids don't need sausage rolls at lunchtime. Like, have a decent breakfast, bring their lunch with them. And maybe on a Friday, leave them have what they want. And even over the weekend. But if you can leave them, make them teach the habits of having the lunch during the day and don't go near the rubbish or whatever. Yeah. You're definitely 100 times better off. It raises another concern as well with kids back to school because they've been away from each other now for the last two or three weeks and I'd say most parents are expecting some old bug in the house now mm. next week as a result. Is there anything you can do to kind of build immunity in the mm. kids before they go back you know, to school? No, I think a lot of people have been sick over Christmas. Okay. So I'd say a lot of kids are even going back to school that has been in the house. I don't know, a house that hasn't had some form of coughs or yeah. colds or something. You know, when the system goes down and you actually relax, everybody seems to get sick. But vitamin C is definitely brilliant. Okay, so definitely it's one supplement that I just think take it get it into the kids straight away it'll definitely help the immune system um, back to the soups and casseroles and stir fries and all the really good food because the minute you get the gut right kids are better straight away and get them out in the fresh air like so many kids were inside over Christmas and on the playstations and all the bits and pieces mm. weather wasn't great like I think it rained every day did it but like yeah. even if they get wet and self does it really matter you know, if they had to go and play a match, they go out and play a match and talk off. So definitely, I think, hunt them outside for a half an hour. Get the immune system where it needs to be. I don't worry about muck and dirt and stuff like that. Yeah. Like That's the bacteria side. But if you can get them back eating well 80% of the time, you have a good chance of keeping them well. Yeah. You know? When it comes to skin then, because, you know, it's it's a tough time of year for skin then as well, because you're, you're coming from extremes of temperature. You're going out into the cold. You're coming in into the warmth. And that has a huge effect on skin. Do you know the skin is the largest organ in the, bar- in the body? Go on, Muriel. Yeah. <laughs> Muriel is these little... Um, and it's literally... It's our, it's, it's our barrier. So, yeah. like, that's literally... So we need... 
like our skin to be well and healthy or whatever, you know. And this is another one you probably like. Ali's looking at me now, lads. Um, but um, uh, cer- cer- ceramides, you know, ceramides. So ceramides hold the skin together. They hold the skin, the skin cells firmly together, right? right? They reduce by about nearly fifty percent by the time you're thirty. That's the uppermost layer of, 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 of skin that we actually have. And collagen depletes at 1% uh, by year on year from 30. So like if we don't look after our skin, we're kind of in trouble, aren't we? But can you, can you kind of halt ageing? Um, it's not halt ageing, but you can definitely, you can definitely Slow keep yourself, down. yes, and keep yourself as well as you can be for your age. Mm-hmm. I always say that, you know, even in the clinic and that, and people come in and they do a consultation and they're like 10 years younger, etc. Don't ever aim to look 10 years younger. Just aim to look fresher. Aim to look a better version of yourself. Literally that if you look in the mirror, you kind of like what you see mm. rather than pulling at different bits and pieces and think this is sagging and this looks grey and this looks dry and all the bits. If you can keep your skin fluid, if you can keep it hydrated and like this, you'll have heard like retinols, yeah. hyaluronic acid. Like there's a reason that we actually have these in skincare products because they work. You know, like say um, retinols, vitamin C brightens the skin. Vitamin E, moisturising, you know, it's great, it's great literally for inflammation, etc. Um, vitamin C, uh, free radical damage. So you've heard me talking about radicals, like and radicals in relation to cancer and all of that kind of thing. The skin needs all of those kind of things. So like yeah. good skincare products are really good. So what you can do, yeah, sorry. No, God, it's just hard to know what you should be taking because you have to take your SPF as well. And then if yeah. you're retinal and then your collagen as well, is is there kind of a, a one one bottle for all of it? There's not really. And, you know, retinol stimulates a quicker renewal of skin cells and it forms collagen. And then hyaluronic acid plumps the skin skin and the fine lines, etc. So those two together, they work really good, right? They make the skin thicker. Um, Our doctors behind the scenes would always say it needs to have retinol. It needs Mm. to have vitamin C. If it has retinol and has vitamin C, you're good to go. That's a really good skincare product. So to look for things like that, don't buy 10. It's like I'm talking about supplements. Don't buy 10 different things. Even go and have a consultation and get somebody to take a look and say, listen, what do I need? And then stick with that for the next while. Yeah. And then, of course, from the inside out, as in if you're actually eating and drinking the water and stuff like that, that makes a difference too, you know. Yeah. And there's a few different, like, the three-dimensional approach I say to everything, like, as in, say, the inside, and then you're looking after the skin and all the different bits and pieces. So, like, if you're even doing that on the aesthetic side, you, people don't know what to do. So you relax the muscle, first of all. So that's something like an anti-wrinkle. And then you volumize, So you, like, fill it, say, like, with a filler or whatever it is. And then you redrape. Have you ever heard the word of redrape? No. Right. So redrape is nearly the final thing, is in if you need something done, I'm a big age this year, guys. Okay. So a roundy number. A roundy number this year, yeah. Yeah. It's not 30. But anyway, I'm a roundy number this year, yeah. So I'm I'm looking at I'm I'm completely invested in all of this to learn as much as I possibly can about it all, right? So redrape is literally you pull the skin back so you tighten it. Okay, and then you get rid of the excess skin. Is that so, surgical? So that that be surgical, the redrape side, yeah. Oh. So that's like like a facelift or something like that. Okay, so the other two they're not, they're non-invasive and they're not surgical. And there's so much you can do is in you relax the muscle and then you feel a little mm. and you look a little bit better. That's it, guys. We're talking about the aesthetic world if you're if you're wondering, but that's just if you look in the mirror and you just want to look a little bit better, don't ever overdo it. Just you know, get the creams get a little treatment or a little work done and look after yourself from the inside out. And yeah. there you have the three steps that, yeah. I won't look my roundy number this year, Ali. You don't look at now, Muriel. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Do you know it. what the roundy number is? <laughs> she said, you don't look at the Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> listeners wondering, is there anything for men's wrinkles? I presume they can have the same it's creams exactly for exactly the same. And you know what's funny? When we opened the doors, we actually thought that... Um, 
it would be predominantly female uh, and say maybe 80-20 and that we would really explore the side for men as well. Now we've had numerous men in so we've had men in for everything from the erectile dysfunction to all of that side of things the same as with with the women and the bladder control but we've had just as many men in for anti-wrinkle and and, and facial and all of that kind of thing. It's great to see. Even the eyebrows like simple simple things like again Rock will kill me if he's listening but Rocco, like he had that, you know, a unibrow, the unibrow, right? Um, and the girls got him up in the chair yesterday and sorted it, and he stood up and he was looking in the mirror for like a half an hour afterwards. Any of the men Mad listening out him, you're, ma- you're actually making a complete whatever. My husband say complete pussy out of him, but you know it made a difference, and he actually noticed himself and he was delighted. So we're actually getting a lot of men in that are actually looking at themselves now, and they don't like what they see, and they want to make changes of whatever. And this is going back to even when men are uh, teenagers, mm. and somebody has said something along the way. Or they've looked and they haven't liked it all the way along the way. And now they're like 40 and 50. And they're looking in the mirror and they're thinking, well, maybe I can actually do something about that now. So everything we can do for women, we can do for men. It's exactly the same. So men, don't be afraid. Okay. Uh, How much water should we be drinking a day, a listener wants to know? Um, Two litres would be the, the amount that we would talk about. Depends on body size. Uh, it depends on how much going you're doing. depends if you're sweating. So all of these things come into it. I'm actually finding, we've done a big health screen before Christmas, and I think of the 170 people that came through, probably 130 were dehydrated. Okay. Oh. Of the 130s, uh, about half of them were seriously dehydrated. Um, a lot of them said, but I do drink and I am drinking. Some said, I don't drink anything, but a lot of them said, I do drink and I am. It's, I keep saying the electrolyte side. Water's over-purified. We don't have a mineral in the world in it, right? Our food stuff, the environmental toxins on it. So we're not actually retaining that water. If you're looking at a really good way to hydrate and you're not intolerant to dairy, milk is actually brilliant. has every electrolyte we need. So even for kids, don't be afraid to leave them drink milk if they're not intolerant to it, yeah. like the chocolate milk or whatever. Two litres a day, okay, going back to the question, that can be tea. So it can be any of your green teas, any of your normal teas. A couple of cof- cups of coffee are, are also okay. But I would all, always say get at least a litre, if not a litre and a half into you. And to do it in the easiest way possible is a glass of water in the morning before breakfast. A glass again by lunchtime. Say like a pint of water mm. and a pint in the evening. You've three pints got into you straight away before you do any of the drip feeding or whatever. Don't drink with your meals. Drink before them or drink after them. So I've said that so many times. So just listen to that piece as in don't drink with them. There's hydrochloric acid in our stomach. It's really strong like a battery acid. And our body needs that to break down our food. Our stomach needs it to break down our so food. So not to water it down. Don't dilute it. Ah. Yeah. So give your tummy um, what it actually needs. If you're taking any supplement at all that you're wondering what to take now, take vitamin C, vitamin D because we don't get the sun and we need that and probiotic. So okay. probiotic is the good bacteria back in your gut. So that'll push back against the bad and it'll make you start feeling better straight away. Okay, last question from a listener. Could Muriel tell us the top five things we can do to lose the few pounds gained over Christmas? Just a few small tips. Thanks a million. Okay, so you need to concentrate big time. Your diet should resemble uh, essential fat and protein first. Okay, so if I was to draw a, draw a circle like a plate and I was to show everybody what we've been eating over Christmas um, and I was to say to you, carbohydrates, protein and fat. Carbohydrates are what give us energy. We can store carbohydrates as fat. So if we eat too many of them, that's where the body fat comes from. We've eaten miles too many carbohydrates over Christmas. That's potatoes, that's bread, that's biscuits, that's pastries, that's mince pies, that's sweets, that's chocolate. That's everything we like over Christmas is the carbohydrate side, right? Our diet over Christmas is probably 80% carbohydrate. We can still have them, but when I'm showing you the plate now, instead of having 80%, we have 50%. So you cut it across the middle. Instead of having all the pastries and the breads and everything, you predominantly concentrate on colour. So anything that's bland or that's beige should be put to one side. And I'm talking about potatoes and rice and breads and all of those things as well. Do you have brown in that? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. High fibre. So high fibre is in whole grain breads, porridge, Weetabix. Yeah. They're your to go to. If you're hungry in the evening, porridge and Weetabix, they're your to go to. That'll give you enough energy. Don't cut down on food. Change the foods you're eating. Don't be hungry. That's just nonsense because that's just going to make you overeat on every single side. So if you eat in abundance, the colour like I'm talking about and your high fibre, that'll definitely work straight off. Essential fat and protein, we need 25% of each. Okay, people are getting about 20% protein into their diet, but probably about 5% essential fat. Essential fat and protein work hand in hand. You don't become leaner. You will not become lighter unless you get the essential fat in and people are afraid of that. Essential fat is not seeds, eggs, the yellow of an egg, um, fish, the oilier the fish, the better. Okay, so things like that. Cook with extra virgin olive oil. So if you can only use that for the next while, even coconut oil is really good. But those two, to me, would be to go to an avocados. That's your essential fat. And then your protein, we all know, is like white meat, red meat twice a week. So if you're definitely trying to cut down, go to white meat, go to fish, go to chicken. Okay. Uh, Go to, sorry, eggs. Um, so if you can get that, write that down as in 50% carbs, 25% protein, 25% fat and, and, and base your meals around that, you have a really good chance of losing a few pounds. Okay. Buriel, are you back open? Oh, we're back since Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Great. Back in Sunday, actually. Anyone who's looking to make contact with you, how yes, can they do so that? so it is 052 Okay, and Emma will have those uh, contact details as well if anybody's looking for them. Thanks for joining us, Muriel. Good morning. Happy New Year. You too. Thanks, Ali. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie